You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Fritz Cantina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 312. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. How is everybody doing tonight? Hey, everyone. I hope that you're great and your week is going well and that you're too blessed to be stressed. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> well, you know, I was talking to my son today. He gave me a call while he was on his way home from work. And uh, I just randomly asked him, I said, uh, give me a topic to talk about tonight on God Stories Radio, and we'll talk about it. And lo and behold, I didn't really expect him to spit out one, but he did. Well, good for him. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to credit Ian Amrine for, uh, for the topic tonight. Way to go, Ian. Yeah, All right. right. Way to go. Thank you, son. So anyway, tonight we're going to just be talking about uh, worship in the workplace. You know, how do you continuously worship and give praise and glory to the Father in your workplace, especially when you're very, very challenged at where you work? How do you continuously keep the joy? And that we're going to try to answer that tonight. We're going to talk about it. And I'm going to open up kind of with a, with a statement here. Um, that I really liked uh, from the Bible app. And it said, uh, God didn't build a church and place man there to worship him. Instead, he created a garden and put man there to work in it. Imagine if we could see our workplace through God's glasses. Imagine how God can then use us in the workplace. So the first question is, to me, can we worship in the workplace? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think we can worship in the workplace. But I know that part of Ian's question was also about attitude and having being able to keep a good attitude when everything is kind of going against you as well. It is not easy. I can attest to that. Yeah, that's for sure. And I think that's why this is going to be such a great show, because I know this is going to test me as well. And probably many of our listeners, too. Yeah, I think it's something that um, that should be talked about. Yeah, it is. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we are regular people. You know, there isn't anything extraordinary about us other than we're saved. As far as, you know, we believe that the Lord came down from heaven to save us from our sins. And we have a personal relationship with him. But because we have a personal relationship with him doesn't make us any less human. We are still uh, troubled by the pitfalls of being human. That's right. Well said. And uh, tonight's uh, discussion is kind of be wrapped around Colossians 3.23, which says, uh, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord not for human masters. 
That is a mouthful. It sure is. <laughs> I know that for me, like when I go into work, sometimes I may start with a good attitude, but as soon as I arrive and I find out the chaos of what's happening around me that I can't control, that my attitude starts to change um, because maybe all of a sudden, you know, my workload has now doubled or tripled. Um, and all I've done is show up. Yeah. I could see where that would certainly be a test. Yeah. And it's, it's a struggle to try to maintain a positive attitude. And quite frankly, most of the time I don't have a positive attitude about that because I succumb to the stress of it. Like, how am I expected to do all of this? Um, but I think that's part of the point is that, um, you know, we're not supposed to be doing it in our own strength, that we're supposed to be relying on the Lord and doing it through His strength. Amen to that. And I think for some of us, maybe most of us, if we're being honest, worship is half an hour on a Sunday morning when we sing and praise God together at the church. For some, it's our own personal time of prayer with God. I wonder if we see our work as a form of worship to God. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Because really, at the end of the day, everything we do is a form of worship to our God, the way we live our lives, you know, the way we treat others, all of it. Amen. Well, we're certainly striving for that anyway. Right. Absolutely, we are. And, you know, we're going to come up short a lot of the times. And that, you know, that leads me to my next question. Can we see our workplace as our worship place? Can we honor God in our workplace as though we were working for the Lord and not for people? I think it's, I think we can, you know, I just think that it, it's a challenge, right? It's a challenge that we all have to sort of try to do our best to rise up to because it's easy to get discontented or feel dejected. Um, but then we have to remember that as followers of Christ, we're called to mimic Christ. And when we fall into the habit of discontentment and dejection, that's really more like falling into the countenance or the spirit of Satan versus Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, imagine if we could put aside our differences, you know, see our workplace through God's glasses, as it said in the beginning. Imagine how God could use us in the workplace. And I think, too, that whatever you manifest out there multiplies, right? So if you are manifesting a spirit of discontentment and strife and dejection, it's going to multiply. You're going to complain. It's going to spread to somebody else. It's like um, it's like a virus, if you will. You know, it's like I unload and then that person's upset about the same thing. Uh, or they're upset about not only what they were upset about, but now my baggage as well. You know, and I know we we say, oh, we're just venting. We're just trying to get it off our chest and this and that. And I understand 
that principle because I think it is good to kind of let your feelings and your emotions out. But I think that there's probably a better way to do it, certainly than I've been doing it. Oh, I would agree a thousand percent. I think that there's definitely um, confiding in somebody in the right situation in the right time is definitely healthy. Yeah. And it's just, it's hard to, to know the balance sometimes, and it's hard to keep ourselves in check in this area, but it's an area that can slip and, and get slippery very quickly. So I think it's, uh, it's something great to call attention to. So props to your son for coming up with this topic because it's, it it is an important topic because it is very You know, when your attitude stinks, it's like, where do you go from there? Yep. And there's a lot of folks out there that are dealing with it. I know it. I feel it. You know, it's a crazy world we live and work in. Yeah. And I guess part of that is we now have to look inside of ourselves and say, well, where is this bad attitude flowing from? Like, what's giving it the energy to manifest you know, apart from the situation, there had to be something inside of us already that helped to manifest this. Yes. There's a root of the evil. There always is, right? Always is. That's right, babe. But, um, you know, the other thing is that if we allow this to take hold in our lives and manifest, it's going to strip us of joy. Oh, big time. It's going to take away a lot of the things that should be end up being blessings for us. But because we're just throwing all these curses out there, it's actually hurting us instead of helping us. You know, so how can we turn it around? Yeah. And it's hard not to bring that stuff home. Right. It it spreads, right? It's like a virus. Yeah, you come it home just, all nasty ugh. and you just throw up on your family and they don't deserve that. I'm, I'm talking out of experience. I was that guy. I think a lot of us, right? I mean, I might not bring it home, but I certainly call you and vent, you know? Yes, you do. I call you, I vent, I get it out and then I'm done with it. And I'm, I'm really, I praise the Lord for that because uh, me helping you or just listening while you talk it out is healthy. And I think that you just don't bottle it up until you explode on somebody and then they wonder what happened. Yeah. I'd like to think I'm not that person. <laughs> no, <laughs> but everybody can get to that person. I think, um, they, everybody has a, a tipping point. Yeah, absolutely. And I just, I would like to find personally challenge myself to find a better way to deal with it rather than just being upset, frustrated, angry, um, yeah, et cetera, mm-hmm. annoyed, you know, I don't want to live from a place of frustration. Wow. That's a thinker. Yeah. That's another show right there. Living from a point of frustration. Yeah, or discontentment. Discontentment, you know, yeah. I, I just, I really do want to be happy with my life and happy with what I've chosen to do because I did make a choice. 
I chose to do this. And each one of you, when you go to work every day, you made a choice. You made a choice to go and do what you're doing. Right. Correct. You know, and for some people, it's an end to a means because this is experience for them or they have plans to go on to something else, uh, bigger, better. Or maybe it's just a temporary situation until they get X, Y, Z taken care of in their life or what have you. I mean, the the point is, is that we're all making choices. Yes, we are. And, and we, we, we don't have control over every facet of our lives. We do not. And the sooner you get a grasp on that, the better life will be, believe me. Yeah. I had that conversation with the Lord, you know, I said, you know, you can have this, this, and this, I'll take care of this. <laughs> you manage this, I got this. Mm. And he's, you know, what Mikey used to say all the time, he's going to squeeze till he gets it all. Oh gosh, yes. Yep, he is. And just um, gleaning some notes, a uh, couple things that may help out with this situation is do your very best at work in whatever it is that you are supposed to do, not just what you want to do. This might seem obvious, but we sometimes think that as Christians, we should just have to be nice. I think that it is a cry from how God wants us to be at work. What are we doing in our break time, downtime? Can we help someone else do their best? Are we doing enough just to get by? Or are we giving everything we have to our work? Our God calls us to excellence and not just mediocrity. And I would challenge that one step further and just say it's not just work, but it's it's all facets of your life, you know, your relationships too. Yeah, and it's all it's all a form of worship. It is because, you know, the way that you treat your kids or your spouse or your significant other, your parents, what have you, that is a reflection of God's love to you as well. You know, like he's given you love freely and so that you should freely love others. And it's not easy to love people the way Jesus loves us, but we are called to do it. Wow. Well, let me take it one step further. Let's raise the bar a bit on Christians and how they act in the workplace. You know, if Jesus was sitting in the seat in front of us or next to us, would that change the way we work? Yeah, definitely. I know my attitude would change for sure. Because you know he's in fact sitting there. Yep, he is. Are we representing him in a way that would make him proud? Ooh, not so much sometimes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got a big thumbs down for me. Not always. But I mean, there's sometimes that, that I wimp out on stuff. I'm human. I get tired. And I find a way to not do it. Well, you know, I think that's really... 
part of it right there is that when things are going well, it's easy to be the good Christian, right? It's when well, things, sure. it's when things aren't going great. It's when you walk into work and you know, the poo poo has hit the fan and you're just trying to manage chaos or you're trying to pick up the pieces and try to figure it out. Um, that's what starts showing your character. Ooh, and I'm like shuddering at these words I'm speaking right now because I'm thinking this about was, my own character. This know? was very, very timely. I, I, I needed to uh, study myself uh, ashamed. Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm I'm grateful for this because Ian, your question is like a mirror. You know what I mean? It forces me to look at myself and try to make myself a better person. Um, you know, and otherwise I might not have thought about it. So I'm grateful for the question because now I'm going to challenge myself to do better. And um. I may not be perfect, but maybe I'll be better than I was. So a few things of excellence that I jotted down was, uh, let us write our reports without mistakes. Let us spend time on research before our presentations. Let us spread joy and cheer to the people near our desks. Let us make a change. Be, be a change. Be that uh, breath of fresh air to the office. Well, I think what you said was spread joy, right? Spread joy, spread right. Spread joy. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm a really strong believer in that because you can take it to someplace negative or you can take it to someplace positive. And it's better for everybody if you try to take it to someplace positive. Amen. People have enough stuff bringing them down. Boy, that's the truth but they have very little stuff uh, encouraging them and building them up. Boy, that is the truth, babe. They're, they've got enough junk to deal with. Right? So we can either be a part of the problem or a part of the solution. And I think that's that as well is a form of worship. Because if we're worshiping him, we can only share our worship, share our joy share the things that we're getting from God, even in the workplace. And people notice. They watch you. Yeah. They do. People do watch. Yeah, they watch. Because they're looking. They pay careful attention. And I think most people secretly want you to succeed. They want you to, to be validated by spiritual, spiritual success so they can believe it. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Because I think that's kind of what happened to me, you know, at Disney. Mm -hmm. I had several people come to me, which I wouldn't have thought in a million years. And one which told me that they listen to this podcast on the regular. And I was blown away. Right. Just by being the light of Christ, by not being judgmental, but being worshipful being consistent yeah well i don't know about you but i don't want to be sitting in the seat of judgment <laughs> no i want the well done good and faithful servant i don't yeah. want to hear that i know you not depart from me right 
Yeah, none of us have room to be judging anybody. So nope, I am not the judge. We better get off that seat pretty quickly if we've taken up residence on it. Well, you're not kidding. And it is so easy to take up residence on it. Easy, easy peasy. You just got to watch TV. Oof. Just watch the news. Oof. Mm. Get real in here, babe. I know. And then it then it turns into the water cooler talk at work. Yeah. Yeah. Bring that news in. Things are looking bad. Company's going under. Yeah. Boss man won't give me a raise. Yep. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, uh. And it's crazy because I can speak from experience. I said those stupid things. But attitude's probably got to be one of the strongest, most difficult creatures to tackle. Boy, isn't that the truth? Yeah, because you might be able to tame it for a little while, but pretty soon that beast unleashes again. And, you know, you don't even realize what happened. Mm. Well, that's good right there. That was good. I just want to read Colossians 3.23 again so you guys kind of remember this. And um, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Yeah. And it also says in the Bible, I'm not sure quite where it is, it says, be faithful to what is another man's and you will one day have your own. Not quite sure where that is, but I can look it up. Dad always used to say that all the time. Yeah. You want that? You want to be like him? Well, then you be faithful to him. All right, Pop. (laughs) My goodness. Church up in here. (laughs) Well, gosh, I hope you guys are all doing great out there. we certainly appreciate um, all the the little gifts for the help out with the taxes and the prayers and support. And I haven't gotten any prayer requests this week, though. I'm really surprised. So uh, don't hesitate to send those in. We love to pray for you. And visit us on our website, www.godstoriesradio.com. And there you can find every single episode that we have. Dating back, way back. It's going to be 10 years, babe. Do you believe that? It's going to be 10 years in May. Blows my mind. It really does. 10 years of God Stories Radio. And we just love and appreciate all of you that have been with us, um, any at all or or the whole time. Yeah. It's uh, amazing. And uh, God continues to bless this ministry. And we're very grateful for that. And we want to remind you that uh, you are a part of this ministry with us. Um, we are working, walking on this journey called life with you. Uh, we don't have all the answers. Only the Lord has the answers. Amen. And uh, we just want to share encouragement, share our hearts, share our thoughts, share our journey with you so that you know that you're not alone and that um, you're not the only one who struggles with things. I think a lot of times Christians try to pretend they've got it all together. Well, newsflash, we don't. 
<laughs> Far from it. Far from it. Yep. There is no difference um, other than we are saved uh, because of our belief in Christ uh, and what he did for us on the cross. But, you know, we still have the same struggles and we're still learning how to control a lot of our sinful nature. Um, you know, like like even Paul, Apostle Paul was in the same predicament, you know. He does what he doesn't want to do. And what mm -hmm. he does want to do, he doesn't do. Wow. So, you know, we've, we're, we've, we've all got the same struggle. We're all learning how to master that beast and um, make it yield to us and to our will um, through the Lord's teachings. And it's not easy. It's uh, it takes a lot of focus and a lot of commitment, and that's why why I was so grateful for Ian's question because it causes you to refocus. It causes you to look back in the mirror and say, "Hmm, well, what is my attitude really like?" Well, quite frankly, sometimes my attitude really stinks. Um. And maybe it stinks more frequently than it should. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and but, maybe it's something that has nothing to do with your work. Yep. But if you don't even recognize that the problem is there, how can you even attempt to start to fix it? Amen. You know, so you, one of the most important things we as Christians can do is to be honest with ourselves and not kid ourselves. You know? Big amen to that. Just face up to what you are and who you are. It's okay. It's okay because we're all in the same boat. Yes. And you need a buddy. Yep. You got to find a good buddy. Confess your sins one to another. Yep. Got to have a buddy. Make sure they're on the same type of footing as you, though, because if they're not, they don't have their feet firmly planted in Christ then there's a problem because you don't want to take advice from people who don't have their feet firmly planted in Christ. Amen. You know, amen to that. And I'm going to read the scripture one more time in a different translation it says, uh, work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. I like that. I don't know what, uh, version that is, but it kind of struck my eye, and I really liked it. Listen, if you've got a topic that you'd like us to discuss, let us know, godstoriesradio at gmail.com. If you've got a prayer request, same email, godstoriesradio at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to know how you're doing. A God story in the midst of your week would be great, something we could talk about anything. You're a part of this show just as much as we are. And we want to hear from you. Godstoriesradio at gmail.com. If you want to be a guest in the studio, it's godstoriesradiotina at gmail.com. And the website is godstoriesradio.com. If you want to drop a little change in the jar, it's greatly appreciated. And uh, we're just blessed and we're, we're so happy that we're that we're, we were chosen, I guess, 
as stewards of God Stories Radio and that we can be here with you guys every week and and just discuss things and do life together in a positive light. We just love and appreciate all of you. We sure do. And, you know, if you know somebody who hasn't listened to the podcast before, I want to challenge you to reach out and get somebody new connected to it um, and see what questions they have. And let's, let's talk about it. You know, let's, let's bat those questions around and, and give them some answers and a direction and so forth, because, you know, we're all here to help guide one another on the path to Christ. We're lamps unto the feet, you know, so let's do that. Let's be the beacon of light and start pointing people in the right direction. Amen, babe. Yeah. Always to Christ. Amen. Well, I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. And on behalf of myself and uh, Tina, that's about wraps it up for session 312. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. We love you guys. God bless. We love you. God bless.